The future will be great, but today is just as incredible. Meet Nissan's most advanced lineup. If you can't get enough adrenaline, there's the all-new 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or for your off-road adventures, it's time to check out the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. If you're more of a spontaneous road trip type of person... Up in the Nissan Pathfinder. And if uh, you're looking for something more electric, there's the stylish Nissan Aria. So, let's enjoy the ride. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability this spring for the 2023 Z and this fall for the 2023 Aria. Let's fucking go. How are you, Chris? How are you? I just got back from a sled. Oh, love to hear that. Actually, uh... Friend of the show, Kevin Morby, was asking for the Amazon link to the sled. I got to get that from you. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he said he's ready to sled. Good to have another bro bro on. I need to talk to Morby. <laughs> I, I just realized I didn't follow him on, in, on Instagram until recently. He pointed that out to me yesterday, actually. Um, he, said, <laughs> he said, damn, you get one New Yorker talk of the town and them jeans follows you on Instagram. And I said... <laughs> Don't worry, Kevin. He doesn't read the New Yorker. This has nothing to do with that. No, I had no, I had no idea. I just assumed that I already followed him, um, but I guess I didn't, or maybe I accidentally unfollowed him. There's no real reason, Kevin, if you're listening, which you might be. I was texting him yesterday because, and I was texting you uh, and Whitmer because I Matt Skiba from Alkaline Trio was at my gym mm-hmm. in L.A. and I was like, "What do I do?" I'm like. I, he looks, I mean, he looks crazy. You know what I mean? He's wearing like knee length gray short, like the kind of guy where you're like, I don't know where you got these clothes from. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, where did you buy all this stuff? <laughs> and then he had the, he had the baby blue skull candy wired what? earbuds. So, in. so he was looking in a way where it wasn't like, Oh, you just threw on some things, went out the door and off to the gym. This was like a premeditated thought out look that required taking some effort or is it possible to stumble upon this look i no 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 <laughs> no it didn't take any effort i hope not i hope it didn't take any effort i don't think that's the issue but i i mean in a way like it was so unique that there's no way this could have happened on accident perhaps yeah that's yeah that's that's true that's definitely true it's just like you know a guy that's probably i i guess he's got to be pushing 50 mm-hmm. um you know he's he's working out because he has to not because he wants to <laughs> he's wearing mechanics uh much like my ovo mechanics gloves shout out to Ol- oliver al khatib for the plug on those mm-hmm. he's wearing a regular kind of grip style pair of gloves to do his lifting mm-hmm. which is I, I don't you know i'm not the authority jason but that's frowned upon in the in the fitness community it's frowned upon to wear a construction style any glove any glove to lift is considered pussy shit is that right i didn't know that yeah that's that's what i've been told by multiple sources that you just it, a it, bunch of the other guys at the west hollywood gym you go to have been kind of telling you about this i mean i see you know if i'm at if i'm you know in one of those long island gyms where the owner is you know has certain thoughts about certain people you know you have a, a war zone uh, you have like a, a rabies style construction glove when you're nope. when you're putting nope. up the 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 120s on each arm i don't know if that's very pussy i've just been this is just what i've been taught so this is what i subscribe to mm-hmm. um but but needless to say, I was star I was starstruck by the god, and you know I hope that the Blink One Eighty Two uh, reunion tour that happens with the full band, I hope he's at least 
kind of either paid for that or he's allowed to be he's kind of like the fourth this is you think they don't pay him no no i'm saying i think what's going to happen is a re i think the real full band is going to reunite and skiba is going to either be um you know kind of like the auxiliary percussionist kind of vibe in the shadows or he's just going to get paid to stay home which is a dream okay so so he he took over what is it mark hoppus or is it the other guy tom tom Okay, he took Tom over when Tom left to become conspiracy UFO guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, yeah. Like, I like that the guy who gets cancer and almost dies, he can he's fine to stay in the band, but the other guy, he's too busy with... Uh, <laughs> exactly. He's too yeah, busy exactly. with the interstellar explorations <laughs> Sorry, that I, he, he can't make it. I haven't slept in 10 days. I've been on YouTube. <laughs> Sorry, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't play guitar anymore. So, so there's a chance that, that he might come back to planet earth and then Skiba will go back to being the understudy in case something happens in case we make contact. I mean, Skiba is such a legend and, and in so many ways that I'm sure they'll find a, a job for him, but I would love to chat with him on, on how long gone. So you, you, you didn't, you decided not to, to break the fourth wall and approach. I didn't, I didn't want to approach. I was though. I was. I was wearing a I have this kind of crazy um converge bridge nine bootleg that is like a graffiti style converge logo. I think I've shown oh, it to yeah, you yeah, before. Yeah, it is a nice one. The X X Converge X. And I was wearing that. Mm. Happened to be wearing that at the gym. And I'm like, you know what? Let me let me let me hit the water fountain and kind of take a wide lap. Because mm-hmm. if maybe if Skiba sees this this weird converge shirt, he will make eye contact and then I'll have a reason to talk. He might he might be the one that approaches you is exactly. your logic. And I'm assuming that didn't work out so hot. It did not work out. He was in the zone playing a little air drum much like i play um you know at the gym so i, I think mm. that we'll have time to reconnect i think the thing is we're probably on different we're, we're not we're not cycle sisters i think we kind of go at different times sure sure I, I usually don't i've never really seen you yeah i'm usually here kind of late afternoon so yeah that's exactly why. i it's so weird i've never seen you here before but anyway yeah it was a big it was a big afternoon for me after the the post flight i know our our um our mutual driver Vic got the brand new Lincoln Navigator, and I tell you what, I, f- mm-hmm. I was feeling dripped up and draped out. You know what I mean in the back seat. The, the all new 2022 Navigator. <laughs> I mean, it's no Nissan, of course, but no, no, no. It is a fine, you know, for American domestic vehicles, it does feel nice. And I think there were a few years yeah. that the the Navigator kind of you know not unlike not unlike my ethereum right now kind of took a little bit of a dip <laughs> yeah the, navi- like you know, yeah. the navigator had a lot of good years you know what i mean no it did the, the navigator i would say during like the fat joe terror squad era yeah the navigator was the go-to big body suv especially especially for for a lincoln you know? know not necessarily a sexy no. vehicle well i mean i yeah the, glad to see it's back yeah it's, I, i'm glad to see it's back but but the lincoln took me home so i could kind of get a coffee and prepare for my workout where did the lincoln take you guys jason <laughs> it it took us home as well but then it took but then we went straight to get some korean food in mm-hmm. in k-town it's sort of like a post lax baby need bottle kind of <laughs> nurturing meal it's a good tradition it's disgusting you sent me a picture you sent the group chat a picture of a <laughs> a simmering cauldron with cut up hot dogs in it mm-hmm. and i just don't like i don't know how you kind of i don't 
I don't know how you eat that. The, yeah, the the Korean the Korean clay stone pot. What a vessel for keeping your food bubbling and warm. Mm. Not a, you know much like your guts after you eat it. <laughs> people have said it's the first Yeti cooler. You know the the first technology oh. to keep foods warm and cold for longer than they should. It's it's great, and uh, there's a lot, you know, the Korean soon tofu soup. That's the one where it's like a, a broth of some soft tofu. Mm-hmm. It's a very healthy, nurturing meal, and I kind of negate any of those benefits by adding chopped up hot dog to it. I see. Okay, I see. So is there tofu and chopped up hot dog, or do you say ho- yes. okay? So you're mixing. Yes, I love when the I love when people mix tofu with with meat, even though I know that that is traditional. When you say people, you mean Asian people, Asians? Well, you're not Asian, so no, I'm talking about you specifically here. Okay, you like it when when a non you know mixing meat and tofu, you know that's that's not that strange, depending on how global you are. It's not strange. It's strange to me personally mm-hmm. because I I've I've never had the opportunity to do it. I think of tofu as a replacement, not an mm-hmm. addition. You're your, I think uh, it was star. your pink little mouth is not used to that level of mixing. Don't do pride stuff again. We've already <laughs> done it. We've done enough. Because they have, you can get the tofu soup and it's like, do you want vegetable? Mm-hmm. Do you want maybe shrimp or seafood? Or you can get one that has maybe some chicken or beef in it, you know, standard stuff. And that all tastes fine, but if I could have hot dog in it, you know, it's it's tough to say no because the flavor of the hot dog is is unfortunately delicious. And I see. It's I see too that. powerful. It's I like the crack that. cocaine versus a, chewing on a coca leaf. One is more more pure and and better for you than the other, but uh-huh. one it just makes you feel so good. And then afterwards, it does uh, it does sort of ruin ruin your body and your family and stuff like that. I need quickly before we talk to our guests. I do want to talk about kind of like a recurring character on this show and friend of the program lizzo um she's kind of been in some trouble jason yeah she has um she's ticked off the the ableist the 34 year old has removed the word spaz from the song girls from her upcoming album special uh the disability advocates say the term is seen as a slur in the community especially for those with spastic uh um, something I've never heard of, and this is absolutely insane. So the people who have, who literally have spasms, are, I guess, rightfully so, offended by using the word spaz. I would, I guess, I guess so. I just think that this is. It's one of those things where I'm like, I think we know what she meant here, guys. You know what I mean? Like, I understand that 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 we all want to read into things to, to find something to be mad about, but this seems pretty extreme. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Lizzo gets a pass. I think the amount of work she's done for the, for the ableist community has given her a lot. You know, what? If, if I look on my Delta app and I see all the drink vouchers I've accumulated, <laughs> and I'm, it's kind of like that. She's accumulated a lot of vouchers. Of, of, of what, you know, cancel vouchers to where... I mean, she can she could go up in a Secret Service uniform on her tour and still <laughs> be good money anywhere. You know, she's done so much work. So I think 
you know, give give Lizzo a, a break. I think she's, we, she's we, totally fine. We never get this is the first time we've ever given Lizzo a break on this show, but it might not be the last. That's how that's how dire the situation is. That's how dire it is. We're going. But I mean, do, maybe people want to come for her because she is so you know on the yeah of course she, you know they want to the the pot calling the kettle black or whatever. She's 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 yeah asked for it in some ways. We do have a guest say we're crossing the bloody pond for a a nice morning for us, evening for her. Julia Hobbs, uh, senior fashion editor over in the UK. Uh, she's also represented by the wonderful our friends at Storm Models. Uh, but we're going to get into some trends. We need to we need to find out what's going on. I can't wait for her to break it down for us, TJ. Well, Chris, you are my north star for fashion and style trends. Uh huh. So it's going to be good to get some new blood in here to find out. That's right. You know, some bold, some bold summer looks, some bold winter looks. That's right. Can Jason wear Bottega head to toe in 2022? Like, I don't know. I physically can, but my uh, Wells Fargo <laughs> checking might say otherwise. My, <laughs> sure. my, sure. The the home office. What was it called? The the family office might not authorize <laughs> the all of the family pr- office is not going to yeah. approve this. The family office sent me an email this morning and, and said, "Let's stick to kind of the accessories for now." I I like that. You combined the idea of having a family office with the idea of using a checking account to buy stuff with. I think those <laughs> those two things are a little bit at odds with each other. No, no, no. I don't use my checking account to buy stuff. That's just a place where I hold some of the money. Okay. And then from there, you know, I can put it into my credit card system, you know, whatever you want. But yeah, I don't I don't think it's a wise choice for me, especially purchasing firsthand. Jason buying full price Bottega on his on his The Wire is coming. The Wire is coming. <laughs> uh all right. Well, let's uh let's give uh Julia a jingle and um pour up the tea, Jason. Here I am, long-time listener, first-time caller. Are you really a long-time listener? I don't know if I believe that, Julia. I'm actually not a long-time listener. <laughs> But I'm an extremely keen short-term listener. And as a person who I like to get involved with things, you know, I think I have like a big sort of two-week involvement period with things where I get very obsessed. But, mm-hmm. you know, my my fanship has exceeded that. So I consider okay. myself... Thank you. <laughs> How does that do for... I don't know if two two weeks seems pretty short for relationships. I hope that doesn't kind of cross over into your personal life. No, 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 no. I'm talking about, you know, creative, intellectual passions, creative passions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This show has been called an intellectual passion many times, so thank you for kind of reiterating that. Is, it, is, there a, is there a chance that you discovered this show and started listening after Chris asked you to be on it, or did you discover it more organically? Um, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. That's We're fine. not. That's we don't fine. have a problem with that. We love to hear how people come to it, even if it's from uh, even if it's from Stevie at Purple. It doesn't bother me. Shout out Stevie. <laughs> Shout out Stevie. What is your podcast? Because as a as a presenter, a bit yourself, you know, what is your mm-hmm. podcast intake looking like? I like to sleep to podcasts, but I didn't sleep to your podcast. I promise that. You could try. It's impossible. I did. <laughs> You're saying you you put it on you put it on the hi-fi as you doze off and the hi-fi you, and it helps you and it helps you lull yourself to sleep. A, a lot of people use podcasts to sleep. I actually did it maybe two days ago. It's a, did it's you? a pretty, yeah yeah it's good. What were you listening to? Honestly, I don't remember. It was so boring. I fell asleep. But that's kind of the idea. You want it to be just <laughs> entertaining enough 
to keep your mind from wandering and thinking about your normal anxieties of the day and I, did I forget to do this and I got to do that but just boring enough to where you don't really care enough to stay awake. It's like the comfort of having chatter. Mm-hmm. I find that the actual the volume setting isn't that great for that because I, I, I wish the very last volume had like a half measure so that you could just hear where it's like, it's almost like when you fall asleep on the beach and it's like the chatter that's mm. by the water as you just drift off. I think there's like there's that we're missing a certain volume, which is like your your optimum. This is interesting. You'd like volume. a little bit more control over it. You want it to be just on a over scale the last bit. Instead of, <laughs> instead of a scale of one to ten, you would like a, a one to one hundred, maybe. Yeah, I would like that. Be more precise. I would like that, but I listen to a lot of stuff when I'm driving. Because I drive a lot, but um, London's a great driving town. Well, no, no, I've I've seen many of a what do we call them, Jason? The Chelsea Tractor. I've seen many of those in my time, but I I didn't know that you were. You, she might be more of a Fiat girl. I don't know. No, I could I could see vintage for you. What what Guys, are we working with? I can't believe you're missing out an opportunity to call out your sponsor. That would have been the perfect <laughs> moment for a sponsor plug. You've listed Chelsea Tractors, Fiats. Where is the Nissan? And I actually want. When I was thinking, driving in my car, I was thinking about what we could talk about in this episode if I had any good chat or if my chat was, I'm about to swear, if my chat was going to be shit or if I had great chat. Mm -hmm. And I was like, God damn, I wonder if they'd let me read the Nissan. Advert. Oh, <laughs> don't! I would have loved that. Do you? Yeah. yeah, I feel like you have some experience with this. You feel very confident. It, fe- it feels like in the ad reading zone. What the ad? I've, I've never read an ad before, but that you can tell I'm I'm lowering my voice. Mm. You get slower. You talk about that Nissan. You basically drink up the time. Say if it's a 15 second ad slot, you just talk really slowly. Mm-hmm. And and I'm gonna start calling it Nissan. Yeah, the way you say it is a lot. What do you guys call it? Nissan. Nissan. We say it. I'm sure you're American. Ac- I, I bet you have a great American accent. I can tell that about you. I'm not warmed up actually, but I do. I I really like LA. I like California. You you were just out here a couple months ago, right? Is this from the gra- from the gram from the feed? I've been I've been kind of tracking your moves <laughs> for a number of years now. I, do you have an Instagram? I didn't even know. <laughs> Me, I love California. I used to go pre-pandemic like six times a year. Oh wow! And spend time about an hour and a half north of LA, and then kind of uh, like near Ventura which I love because it's hmm. still in the 90s. It's stuck in the 90s in a way that I fully respect. And then I would sort of break out of Ventura and go to LA and hit the hit the cliches. So that's your little Brighton beach that you like to pop over to <laughs> when you come to California. That was my, yeah, that was my... A little slower. You can hear the gulls chattering, perhaps. I love it. Love it. Love Oxnard. Shout out. Um, this is insane. I was not How expecting you... you to say the word Oxnard on did you date? Show. Did you date a surfer? Like, what's? How did you discover this? A lady never tells. Lady never tells. <laughs> a lady never That's tells it. why one goes to Ventura County. Guys, <laughs> nice, but you know that actually when I was, one of the times I was in... Ventura County. I was reading <laughs> Play It As It Lays for the first time. Yes. And obviously those cold California mm. mornings when you have mm-hmm. to turn the fire on and the whole place is freezing because there's no central heating, colder than a British house in February. So you go and huddle by the fire that just turns on with a button like, you know, and the fire comes on. 
So I was huddled by the fire. No central heating, but the fireplace has a remote control. Fireplace has a remote, of okay, course, okay. has a remote control. <laughs> and I had something like reality TV on in the background about people's cats that are evil. Sure. There's a great show I used to watch mm, a lot of. The classic. Yeah, that was a classic. It was a classic. And you talk about the catification. Whole thing. I'm digressing. <laughs> but anyway, it was the first time I read Play It As It Lays. And she name checks going to Oxnard and driving to Ventura and I I loved that because I love those roads. Mm. I love all the little spots around there. I love the the road to Santa Barbara. This is honestly what this is honestly one of the wildest things I've ever heard. I really did not see you coming to us with a a So was he a long border or a short border? <laughs> I'm a long border. I'm a long border. He wasn't a long border. Okay. But actually my favorite place to go mm-hmm. and if you know was actually South San Onofre, love San Onofre. San O, bro. San O, okay. Love San O, where the guy who does the parking attendance at San O just throws like shakas. Just the fact that you even know what a shaka is and how to do it properly, I'm I'm pleased as punch. I must say, Julia. Guys, I'm pleased as punch. They, you, I think you <laughs> underestimated me. We overestimated you, is what happened. Okay, okay, good. Yeah, good, yeah good. exactly. You yeah, thought I wouldn't hang out in. Okay, bye, bye, bye. Your your locals only ox. Snard vibe is not what I was totally expecting. <laughs> Half the people we talk to on this podcast live in Los Angeles, and if we yeah. said Oxnard, they'd be like, "What does that word mean?" They they had never even yeah, heard of. Where it. is that? I know. Yeah. What is the? I've forgotten the place where everyone goes from LA. That the hillside place. Ojai. 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 I went to Ojai a, a few years ago, and it was like going to. <laughs> Sorry, mm. outside of London, but with like wind chimes. <laughs> Floppy hat punters and all that. No, I did not see any of those people. I had the worst massage of my life in Ojai, <laughs> where like I didn't want to put my head in the hole because I thought the towel looked like someone had had a sort of like rub down with it in like the medieval years. I was like, I don't want to put my head on this towel. So I basically spent the whole massage like trying to levitate above the table. Good core workout, but bad for relaxation. It's great if you want a longboard, actually. Just have a terrible massage, get that core going. Mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. a nice yeah. core warm up. I, Ojai, to me, I've only been there a couple times. I find it to be a little whatever. Yeah. Like I don't, there's no activity there. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, there's no water. You drink wine and watch the sunset. My my life partner has told me many times we're, I'm not allowed to go to Ojai because it's just that boring. Oh, right, right. That sounded quite nice, actually. That doesn't quite nice. Actually, talking of, you know, kind of like holidays and holiday pastimes, I had dinner with someone last night that knows you guys. Uh, 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 okay. Go on, then. Yeah, please. Is, was it Raven Smith? It wasn't Raven Smith. No, Raven's here. Raven's in LA right now, actually. But wait, oh, I'm going to put it in the chat because she might not, you know. Um, <laughs> Claire Patak. No, no, I mean. Haley Bieber. <laughs> yeah, let's just show. let's just start. Oh, my, oh, of course. Oh, I mean, yes. I'm going to mention Shona. I don't mind. <laughs> is, 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 is Shona back in the UK, mate? She's been visiting. And we actually were reminiscing last night about the vacation that she and I took to it was and a vacation I completely planned myself right so it was we her and I met in a pub in Hampstead this is in like 2018 that in itself is quite unlikely because I barely drink 
she 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 doesn't drink and we for some reason went to a pub in Hampstead. I'm sure well it's probably there for the food, I'm sure. No, I, didn't, get- I, I must have gone there and just ordered a like an a, a like Coke from the jet, like a frothy Coke. <laughs> Let me get a Diet Coke and a Chip Buddy. Chip, love, yeah. No. The ladies and I have to chat. But anyway, so we met in this pub, and I think I was like, apparently I said, what are you doing this weekend? And she was like, no plans. And I was like, should we just go to Mallorca? And she was like, okay. And so I booked us on this all-inclusive trip to Mallorca, which was, I think it was like £240. This is not that long ago. And it was at a hotel called Club Tropicana. And it was the worst place ever. To the point that when we arrived, we arrived late off a plane that like barely had wings. And then um, we got to the hotel and the guy, very late, it's like 11.30 or something at night. And the guy who ran the hotel was like, there's a, a buffet that you can enjoy we were start like starving 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 please enjoy our buffet (laughs) yeah you can enjoy was this a this was a nighttime buffet this was a well i'll explain this was a had had been out since dawn buffet (laughs) that by the night was like Mm -hmm. just there for the flies to devour Mm -hmm. and these were big flies these are flies that need like (laughs) radio traffic control to like land they were huge they were drones. They were basically like drones. Bigger than flies. the plane you took across the pond to get. <laughs> Bigger there. than the food they were suckling on. Bigger so than the food. Basically, so we're like, oh, we're like, good gracious, thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. That's so amazing. Mm-hmm. We go to the buffet and it was horrendous. It was like just piles of prawns where you had to like. Oof. They, and then it was melon. So I just remember that we looked at each other and we were, I was like, what does stomach acid do to this kind of thing? And she was like, I don't think we should. And I was like, I'm going to have to. So we just ate. We ate some food from this buffet and then we came out. I had a hire car and the hire car that I'd driven had basically slid down a huge hill and had luckily come in some way to like stop at a gradient. So I walked out and I was like, did we leave the car like there at the bottom of the hill in the middle of the road? She was like, no, we didn't. And I was like, okay, I'll remember where the handbrake is on the Nissan. We the were driving. <laughs> Um, Nissan's all do Nissan's all come with handbrakes. I would just like to add that's kind yes. of like a feature. I'm only joking. It wasn't it wasn't even a Nissan. It was a Wait, this was in New York City? No, this was in Mallorca. 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 Oh, I Mallorca. thought you said New York. No, 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 no. Mallorca. My bad. My Mallorca. Bad. And so basically Mallorca. we then, Yeah, we go to the you're quite big on accents, aren't you? Don't don't get him started on Australia. I don't want to because I'm I'm worried. They're making me they're making me making me sweat right now, these accents. But anyway, so we go and check into <laughs> the room it had no air conditioning mm-hmm. um it the fan was broken to the point that shona i was like please can you stand on the bed and try and spin the fan to generate some air so she was she was manually spinning the fan to try and get some air while i'm lying there just probably the probably covered in body cream that was worth more than the holiday or something oh stupid anyway so we, we there <laughs> or was something one, or something stupid like that <laughs> something stupid but basically the room was like covered in plaid drapes it was awful and it was about 48 degrees centigrade and so i was like this room looks like something out of a Corin day book we're now on a Corin day vacay so that's what we called it and we actually we had a blast it was great 
but also horrendous. You know, the British people, you guys love holidays. We love holidays. We call them holidays. Holidays. Like we love going on our holidays. It's so easy for you to bop around to all these countries. For us, you know, it takes months of planning. We can't just be like, hey, do you want to go to Canada tonight? Yeah. We, yeah. Where, do you go? Where do you go on holiday from L.A. apart from Sano? I go to, to Oxnard. <laughs> America's so big, you know, we can go, we don't have to leave the country. Most people, I've refused to leave the country, but it's just a point of pride. Hawaii is a four-hour flight away to paradise. Hawaii is very popular. Cabo is very popular. Mexico City. I've been to Cabo. I've been to Cabo. I had a feeling that you had been to Cabo. Speaking of all-inclusive. It was quite, that was quite fun, actually. The people watching was, was very good. There was lots of groups of ladies, like ladies really nailing margaritas that's right nailing them is a great way to put it double fisting them well different meaning here for that but we'll just swiftly move on but yeah so basically I, one time we were at dinner on this terrace and there was a group of ladies that were like really getting stuck into the margaritas and she was like oh my god do you think i can have and she i think she wanted to say like an iv to get rid of the hangover the next day but she was like do you think i can have a uti tomorrow like i would love a uti does anyone know where, where like do they do utis here like, you can definitely get like, a uti here absolutely no problem yeah so i was like you know try your luck See what happens. I've actually <laughs> never been to Cabo myself or Hawaii, uh, but I don't. None of them interest me that much. Hawaii, I, I'm, I've, but unfortunately, Jason, you've never been to Ibiza, have you? No, sadly. Ibiza. I, I do. I do want to go there one day. I, I feel like the ship has sailed for the the heyday of Ibiza, though. Am mm. I am I wrong, or can you still have a good time? That you have to be. You have to spend a lot of money to have a real mm. special time there. It's very maybe not. It's very. I would say it's having renaissance. It's well, I wouldn't yes. describe it as a renaissance. To be honest, it's just it's on like a hundred and twenty percent right now. So basically, you mm-hmm. you. I did actually. I did go last year, and there was kind of this. Um, there was a, a very unique vibe because it felt like the islanders maybe had the island back a little bit to themselves because the super clubs weren't open. Uh, because of COVID, Pacha had its doors closed for a couple of years. All of them, you know, and that, like, so obviously that has like a huge economic impact on the island because these clubs are so expensive to get into. You probably pay like upwards of 60 euros. Oh, come on, <laughs> Julia. Julia, you've never paid to get into a club. No, I'm kidding. The, uh, no, I've been going to Ibiza since I was a teen, like a like late teens, and we would stay in the worst possible places where you you know you're, and it's sort of like you'd go with like very cute school friends, and you'd end up staying somewhere where you're like killing bugs with your you know top shop. Shoes. <laughs> just, just, and then, um, and then, yeah, a lot of crazy stuff. A lot of crazy stuff San Ibiza. I had like one time we were on the way to the airport, and we stopped in Ibiza town to get a light snack. Sure, some pistachio <laughs> nuts, perhaps. So, oh, a little like manchego. Love manchego, manchego cheese. So we wanted to get something on like that. Bit of gazpacho soup. Got a good base in the stomach before wheels up on the airplane. Exactly, and. <laughs> yeah. We hid the we hid the um, hid the suitcases as you you know as you always should do, mm-hmm. and then a friend of mine went back to the car and she went to take something out. She moved a, the seat so the suitcases were all visible. Mm. We went off, had our gazpacho and our manchego, <laughs> and you know, and then we came back. And tomat. Yeah, and then we came back to the car and everything had been stolen. Mm. And 
the flight, the Ryanair flight was leaving <laughs> imminently. And this is where if you didn't have a physical printout of your Ryanair mm-hmm. boarding pass, you weren't getting on the flight. So Ryanair doesn't have QR codes yet. Yeah. Like they did only if it was on paper. So all of your that. so all of your Kate Moss top shop was gone. Basically, yes. And we had to make a split second decision where like part of the group had passports on us mm-hmm. and could physically fly and our Ryanair printouts <laughs> and the other half of the group did not. So we were like, I was like, okay, give them all of your money, phone charges, like, and then we're going to fly home. So I flew home in like cowboy boots, a bikini and a t-shirt and got onto this Ryanair flight to like a slow clap. Like the girl that had too much fun in Ibiza. Yeah, and you're you're like it's not I got robbed. It's not this wasn't my choice. I know. So have, have you taken any trips that were good? Yeah. Cuz every <laughs> You know what? They're good. they're good. They're bittersweet. Mm-hmm. There's probably a really good German word for that, but like yes. That one was I think so I landed this is like September years ago and um I landed and then I was like, oh, okay, the one perk, I've got no suitcase to wait for. <laughs> and then I was like, the downside is I was on like an airport bus, like snaking through the car park. Suddenly it's freezing cold. I'm still there in like bikini, t-shirt, cowboy boots. You've, you've got your fuck me, I'm famous baby tee on. <laughs> I would not wear that. <laughs> Please. I don't like profanities, scatological humor. Shag me, I'm famous. I'm, I'm sorry. Absolutely not. Never. But you could, but we could, we could cook up a really good itinerary for you and Ibiza that would capture the spirit of the place, which would be mm-hmm. a cocktail of wellness, euphoria, mm. chaos, tragedy. Mm. It's a whole kind of. You um, need a little bit of all of that. Yeah, that makes that makes for a great holiday. When you said chaos, are you gonna? I thought you were gonna say K hole because that is an <laughs> integral part as well. But no, I, I, I sort of fantasize of like the late seventies. Balearic, Ibiza, like before corporate businesses and hotel chains had taken over. Yeah. That seems like the pure, you know, perfect Ibiza that doesn't exist anymore, maybe. That's true across the world. But that was that that existed before all of us were alive. So Exactly. But I still think you would you could go to those highly commercial places and and kind of enjoy it. Like I I did yeah. go to and this is the first time I've like stepped into a club like that in years we went to um see black coffee play and it was just like throngs of people and then that you know like the dry ice and sparklers and i was like wow this is like being in like a great installation you know if you filmed it it's like a ryan tricartan crazy scene like it was actually quite entertaining mm-hmm. and then um and very loud and i was looking at the crowd and being like who's here like who's buying these insanely expensive tables and it was like loads of finance guys that now dress like tech guys mm-hmm. and look really casual. And they dress like tech guys that want to look like underground political activists. I was like, this is quite interesting. That's our target like, demographic, actually. Is it? Jason took me, oh, yeah. Jason and I went to, Jason took me to Coachella for my first time this year at 39. Yeah. He made me go into the Sahara tent where the electronic music is played and Peggy Goo <laughs> was on the ones and twos. 
And I had a similar feeling to you where I'm just like, who are these people? What's going on? Why is it so loud? I don't, I, I hate this. But, but also when, you, you know, I've seen Black Coffee before, you know, he's a, he's a very good DJ, but the music is a little more subdued and chill compared, you know, because you're saying fog machines and sparklers and lasers. I'm thinking more David Guetta and less Black Coffee. That Black mm-hmm. Coffee is like him and Virgil going back to back in some warehouse in Brussels. But it, they, they bring that. So I, I see. Beat there. And actually, that is up. the night. Yeah, that is the night that's worth going out to. Okay. Um, yeah, I've never been to Coachella. You, you're good. So you were in LA in April and you didn't think to come round? What's going on? <laughs> I know. Well, to see you guys all to go to Coachella. <laughs> I should have come I should have come around to see you guys. But what okay, so in a previous episode, obviously longtime listener, first time caller, sure. as I am, I did hear you reference taking guests for a night out in LA. And then we digressed. <laughs> And it, we went into my my Ventura, the secret history of Ventura. <laughs> but where would you? Where would we go on a night out? In- well, you seem you seem like a handful. If I'm being honest, <laughs> you know, I think there's I think there's a high standard here, Jason. Would you agree no, with me? No, no, I'm, we're gonna do early spicy margaritas at the Neiman Marcus bar on four. <laughs> this is so mean. This is mean. <laughs> This is me. No, no, no. What are your, what are your thoughts on American style chili? They make a good bowl over there. What is American style chili? Exactly. Do you have chili over there? Do you mean chili the thing? <laughs> like the, the bowl, thing. like the soup, the not like a not like a chili pepper, but like the bowl of soup with like a brown bowl of beans and meat? Not really. Not a huge not fan. Not a good one. No, 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 no. I'm a fan, but it's very hard to get hold of. Okay. Like until very recently there yes. wasn't good Mexican food in London. Some might say there still isn't. I mean, we uh, we need to know kind of what your dietary restrictions are. You know, what you... Mm. Are there any allergies, Julia? Are there any allergies? I'm not doing water right now. You know, stuff like that. We well, are not doing water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm allergic to Coke Zero, so that would have to be out. Oh, you're a Zero yeah. addict. I would like to go to Dantana. Can I make a request? Oh, you want okay. So you want to go to an old school kind of Hollywood red, you know, red and white checkered tablecloth yes. sauce joint. Yes. Okay. You want to see Sylvester Stallone and have a chicken parmesan? <laughs> that would be that would be one of my ideal mm-hmm. LA nights out. Would be to go there. Yeah, we can we can we can do that for sure. I mean. It depends on you know who you want to see and be seen by, of course. You don't want to ever be seen. You don't ever want to be seen. You, you, the party is who you're with. No, you are so full of shit. That is, is absolutely that- untrue. <laughs> no, actually, I think that's awesome. I, I agree with that. That's my that's my motto. I mean, obviously, cocktails at the chateau. Shout out Nabil, my favorite person at chateau. I think the. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. If you're a person, if you're the kind of girl who has a the, a friend at the chateau, your favorite person at the chateau, I think that you, I think you, I, I that makes me understand a lot. It about sounds you. like you don't need our help yeah, in Los Angeles. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think you, we might need yours. You mean you need a ride? Like we do have cars, so we can pick you up if that's what you mean. But there is Uber. I don't know if you've if you you know. I know you don't use that very often. I have Uber in LA, but I like to hire. Like a, a stupid car in LA. When you say hire, you mean, re- you mean a rental car, not a hired driver chauffeur. You guys. <laughs> not, well, I'm I'm not, I'm only clarifying for our stateside audience who might semantics. When, I see, when they hear okay. hired, they think that you yeah. you might have a driver, yeah. you know, that waits outside. That's me. 
That's me. <laughs> it's so you. I hired the first time I drove in LA. I rented a um, what's like a Dodge. What's like a Dodge Dodge Muscle Charger? Car. A Charger. Yeah, I hired like a Dodge Charger. Just a fuck off American sports car. It terrified me. It was the closest thing I've come to like that. Driving that, I hired it on New Year's Eve, and I pulled onto the the ten, and everyone was just driving, like looking at their phones. That's right. Like, <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to die on this road. Like, it was utterly terrifying. That's our culture is texting and driving. That's a culture. <laughs> the the 400 horsepower Nissan Z, you should stay away from that one as well because... <laughs> you know when a car like neighs like a horse, like it kind of like whinnies when it's really suffering. Could you give us a little impression, please? Like... When you try to change the gear without putting the clutch in, it does a little... No, that's like a... <laughs> Okay. Like that's different. So this is this is just when it's like it's constantly um, stalling. Mm-hmm. So actually, you know, I'm not used to driving a stick shift anymore. So manual, as we say. So mm-hmm. now driving in the city seems seems like a big choice. Like that's it. Like that's like people who drive in New York. They live in Manhattan. Yeah. It's like it's a undertaking. It becomes part of your personal. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Is the juice worth the squeeze? You know, a hundred percent. I know a lot of people paying six hundred a month for parking <laughs> when the car ain't worth that much. You know what I Sometimes mean? Sometimes it's cheaper to get a parking ticket. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> the uh... <laughs> anyway, now, but, but is, your, but, um... is this because you love <laughs> no, the no. personal freedom of being able to escape? This is a Nissan advert, isn't it? You're a segueing. No. <laughs> No, no, no! I just, I just Do find you it love when people the that have freedom of trying to escape. <laughs> no, when when people have cars in cities that <laughs> what moves you that you don't need one. Uh, we we talk about my love for the tube all the time. Yeah, it means that you really have a passion for driving, or you love to go to the countryside, one or the other, or you don't want to be around poor people. <laughs> that's that's kind of Chris's angle. It's that is <laughs> none of the above. Hates the countryside. <laughs> loves everybody. No, I have to say, I have to say, I. I do like last okay so during lockdown when we couldn't not lockdown post lockdown when we couldn't really leave the uk i spent a lot of time in cornwall mm. which have you guys been to cornwall i've heard of it though i've heard of it. what happens what happens over there it's incredible it's very it looks like big sir how big is the wall Cornwall, the wall is probably low and crumbling, but it's got like um it's got a very strong cultural identity to it you yes. know there's they, the Cornish, the true Cornish, like, hate outsiders. Like, they would, you know, they probably really dislike people like me mm-hmm. that drive down there in a four by four. Um, but it's amazing. It's got loads of great artists. Can you tell me? Can Shout you, out Danny Fox. Can you tell me which, which, famous, which famous British musicians that I like are from Cornwall? That would help me kind of position myself. Oh, my God. I cannot take I'm I'm going to Google it. Talk amongst yourselves while I Google. Uh, wait, wait. I mean, I've got it. Apex Twin is from Cornwall. Someone from Radiohead must be from Cornwall. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just because. Because it, it's very thoughtful music. Is anyone from Radiohead <laughs> from Cornwall? Okay. Tori Amos. Tori Amos is from there. I love Tori Amos. Professional Widow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, Mick Fleetwood. Okay, that's good. He's a Cornish cunt. Mick Fleetwood. He's he's a Cornish guy who also was like an LA mainstay in that Laurel Canyon set. No, that's true. That's true. He's big he's playboy, big tall Mick on the drums. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
guy can keep a beat. You got a taste for Mick over there. Big tall Mick is a nice way to describe him. Big tall Mick. You like him long and lean, Julia? Guys, Tori Amos is not from Cornwall. She's from North Carolina. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Wikipedia says Tori Amos, American singer-songwriter, keeps a home and studio near Bud, B-U-D-E? That's Devon, isn't it? Or is that Cornwall? I don't know. Why are you asking us? We don't know. Uh, is it is it pronounced Bud or Bode, Booty? Bude. <laughs> Bude. 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 She keeps a home near Bude, so I'm pretty sure she's Cornish, all right? Guys, what in the <laughs> hell? The, she was born, her birth name is Myra Ellen Amos. She was born August 22nd, 1963 in North Carolina. The, the 11 people who are Cornish who listen to this podcast right now are having the best episode of their entire life. Okay, guys, wait a minute. I'm going to quiz you. What are her genres? On Wikipedia, what are li- don't Google? I can see your eyes moving. Do not Google. Tori Amos, folk. No. Singer songwriter. It's not a genre. Lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not shaved armpits. <laughs> what do you? What do we got? Alternative. Alternative rock. Half a point to my friend in the lower Zoom window. Okay, we've got. <laughs> We have got, okay, one of the genres you mentioned. I feel like I'm on one of your British game shows. You right are. Now. This, I this have officially fun. hijacked this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the Nissan game show with my guests, Chris and Jason. Julia, we, we need to talk about fashion, though. Yeah. Why? We're talking about the genre. Okay, all right. We'll because we can't about. talk I, about uh, people who live in Cornwall for a whole hour because yeah. we might lose some of our engagement. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. We'll go to fashion in a second, but I just wanted to okay. tell you that one of Myra Ellen Amos's genres is chamber pop. Chamber oh, pop, chamber yeah, pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a genre that's had a moment multiple times in my young life. I like chamber pop. What's chamber pop? It's like popular, it's like modern chamber music, you know? Mm. What the hell? That's blown my mind because it sounds like in the UK, chamber pot. Oh. Which is... Mm-hmm. I've seen Downton. I know exactly what yeah, happens yeah, in the yeah. chamber pot. I've never heard the phrase chamber pop. I've had to change Chris's pot a few times. Have you? Do you know each other that well? During some of the darker years, yeah. I, I don't know what you guys are talking about because I don't, I've never seen that program, but this sounds gross. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's borderline scatological, which means that we have to... Okay, we can talk about fashion. Oh, thank God. Yeah, well, first of all, who are you wearing on today's audio-only podcast? Okay, I'm wearing... Can you hear, can you hear this? Uh, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. You have a loud textile fabric on. I'm wearing Phoebe Philo... Celine Resort 2017. Oof. It has two layers to it. This was a really good collection. Well, okay, you can't see it, but it's got like the sheer layer on top of the printed floral. The trouser oh. is Fancy Club. So guys, just for the record, the trouser is, seems to lace up the side and also be see-through. <laughs> yeah, wait, I'm just going to take a screenshot. <laughs> it looks like if I was like a Victorian kind of orchestra leader that would be like a poof that i would have you know kind of like a tuxedo shirt maybe mm-hmm. you lost me there mm, okay but send me 300 words <laughs> it's more like a leg corset than a pant well it's loose it's a kick flare it's a kick flare in a ruched sheer sustainable fabric a sheer ruched kick flare got it yeah and you can do that switch or or over a three stair Okay, and the shoe? The shoe is a shoe I found this morning oh, okay. by my friend called Elsa Wandler with the kind of 
bath cap type leather meal. It's hard without the visuals. Bit of a square toe, not yeah. too much. Square toe. So, Chris, you, Chris, you said the kick flare is having a moment right now compared to the regular flare. The kick flare is having a little bit of a moment. I, I, I don't personally subscribe. I think it would look a little funny on me, but I, I appreciate, I appreciate it. Mm. You know what? If you go to Oxnard or Ventura, there's people wearing kick flares right now, and they look great. Men. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I feel like it might not be um... intentional. What is the closet situation for you at home? Closet situation. Wardrobe, Chris. Wardrobe. I'm sorry. Um, sorry. Well, I am about to move house. Right now, it is hell. Are we in Marie Kondo mode? Absolutely not. Um, (laughs) I don't know if you guys are you guys a fan of the comedian George Carlin. Of course. Great. Because there's the like the seminal George Carlin quote about my stuff is stuff and your stuff is shit. Mm-hmm. I think it's like I have so much stuff that it's kind of it's shit. <laughs> but, uh, but it's it's it can be. But it's it your be shit, so it is your stuff, and you can't let it go. Now, does the new house have like? Flat. Does it have enough room for this? Where you, oh, I'm sorry. Does the new flat have a have a? <laughs> proper walk-in for you to display your shoes and bags to choose them easily or is this is it uplit is it downlit you know things like that it's gonna be all concealed and it's gonna be like front on lit no down lighting okay but it's all gonna be concealed like you you've got to walk into the space and there can't be like a sleeve creeping out of a cupboard you know it's all got to be very like calm of course. Okay. Now, is there is it fully mirrored for multiple selfie angles, or is it just one kind of straight-ahead mirror? Great question. As it doesn't exist yet, that's open for debate, and I will keep you posted. Okay, so if one one sleeve is, is left out of a closed door, will that drive you a bit mad? No, yes. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know, because right now I very much live out of a, you know, live out of a suitcase Mm -hmm. there's always there's two suitcases most of the time it's like they're half packed and then you kind of just rotate things while well while i'm podcasting my um, my life partner is throwing my old clothes away that's great marie Kondo. she condos for me you know some certain items just go away and i and i don't miss them because i don't even know that they're gone so you know i I lean into removing things okay yeah always keeping a healthy you know like a snake removing his old skin and and so you can Mm -hmm. regrow the new ones Mm -hmm. always keep it in flux and keep it sustainable as well isn't it more sustainable for the snake to keep its old skin (sighs) i didn't think this was going to turn into a philosophy podcast but here we are (laughs) that's crazy but now i mean yeah that that really threw me for a loop but do you you also don't seem like the kind of person (laughs) you know like i'm podcasting in this great kind of uh hand-drawn oasis shirt uh by 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 a friend of ours, Adam, you know, and, and, and then of course my trusty, um, boxer briefs. Uh, but, but Jason often podcasts without a shirt on. So it was nice of him kind of to get dressed for you. Thank God. Um, (laughs) That's another thing I can't do. I can't do scatological humor. You can't do male, like accents, nipples, male nipples. You don't like male nipples. (laughs) Well, if we can't post female nipples, why should we have the male nipples? Uh, okay. Well, I actually, this is the first time I've ever expressed an opinion on nipples. So I'm <laughs> surprising myself as I'm saying it, you know. But I've, you've inspired me, I think, maybe to dress up for, for 
my future podcasting endeavors. I'm feeling you're making me feel underdressed in a way that that usually I think is cool, but right now I'm feeling a little insecure. I love dressing up actually. I do love dressing up. It is now. I mean, well, it's it's late here. It's nearly. 7 p.m. So, you know, I've lived a day in these clothes and it's very warm here right now. Oh, I've lived a day in these clothes. I've lived a day in these clothes. I know, clothes. I know. It's morning It's morning here, but I've obviously, I've been up for five hours. You know have what I mean? You? I could have kind of, oh yeah, yeah. We what are you doing? Sun salutations? <laughs> no, I, I didn't get a chance to work. I have to do my, my run actually after we finish because I've just been so busy, so much work I'm up going doing on. my morning pages, having a cup of coffee mm. you know taking the dogs around for a walk oh, what, what dogs do you have just a couple of wee mutts i can't believe <laughs> that this is now well minus the headphone debacle i'd say it's 47 minutes into this recording and we're just getting to the wee mutts well chris doesn't like animals or pets well we i hate dogs what that's it i'm hanging up <laughs> i'm hanging up actually maybe you can help us with this conundrum <laughs> we were talking in the group chat mm. earlier there's a there's a neighborhood stray cat. Yeah. It's kind of a teenage cat. Not not quite a kitten, not quite a full grown, but yeah. mangy, mangy as all. And yeah. you could tell that one of the neighbors was feeding him and then the neighbor kind of stopped and now he's sort of on his own, become feral and he's been sniffing around my house. Yeah, you should let him in and you should make the sacrifice of getting scabies for the sake of the well-being of that the, that's the problem because <laughs> unknown I, see, cat. I see this cat and he's giving me these cat eyes yes and i'm not talking about your makeup i'm talking about the the sad puppy dog eyes that a cat will do <laughs> they'll do that they'll do it this cat's looking at me just like give me some food please i'm dying over here and i know that if i give him one morsel mm. that cat will become mine i will own it i'll be responsible for it i will pay ten thousand dollars in veterinary fees as you should i have to kill i have to kill this cat right is that really how Guys, it works i think you should call the cat <laughs> nissan get the cat sponsored the cat can like mew the ads everybody wins you should make are you a your- cat are you a cat do you know person what? I, or do you I, I actually, I've swung between both. But last night when I was having dinner with a friend. You go both ways, Julia. I do go both ways. Look, look at this. Can you see this blurred kitten here? This was my friend's kitten that was around last night. And I did like the kitten trick. So we came around for dinner, gave my friend a bottle of wine. And I was like, where's the cat? And she was like, it's upstairs. I was like, I'm going to go and see it. And they were like, the baby's upstairs too. I was like, that's great. I'm going to go and see the cat. So (laughs) go and see the cat. I opened the door and I actually couldn't see it. It's that small. It was so tiny. I looked in this Mm. box. I was still standing in the doorway, scanning the room, looked in its little cat box, wasn't in a scan left. And I see these huge eyes like looking at me, sat on this chair. There's just tiny, tiny pile of fluff. And I, I went down instantly in the shape of a cat and began sort of like, you know, like. For our listeners at home, she's licking the top of her hand. And, no, I'm not doing, doing like that. that. <laughs> I'm tapping my fingertips. And literally, so, you know, you make your hand into like a little mouse. And so I eventually, like, I, I drew the kitten to me. Mm-hmm. And then we've, we've forged now an indelible bond. So when the cat came down later, mm. it came straight to me, ran up my trouser leg, <laughs> tore my jeans up to a degree. Scratched my ankle to the point that I was googling like cat scratch fever this morning. Oh, no. This is what I'm saying. What is the what is the good part of this? But it's so sweet. 
I mean, literally, you cannot believe that this thing exists. That's how I feel when I see animals like that. I'm like, how do you? Do you have? Do you have pets? I cannot have a pet because (laughs) (laughs) I had a feeling she she lives out of a suitcase, Chris. She she can't. I live out of a suitcase. I cannot have a pet. I I travel so much, but I spend as much time with other people's pets. I vicariously have a pet. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a whippet that's very close to my heart. It's my sister's whippet. Shout out Waffle. And he Waffle. He he was named by a kid, and kids only ever name pets after food. I love a, a whippet named Waffle. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. So the cat from last night was called Margarita, obviously after a pizza. And the <laughs> dog is called Waffle after waffles. But with every other person I meet with a whippet will say, Oh, they're so calm, they're so serene. It's like a hypoallergenic dog that's you know, it's amazing and so graceful. The dog that my sister got is insane. I, f- I feel like you'd have to run those things 10, 10 kilometers a day. As you should. It's great. And he's but he's like a horse. He's like a bucking bronco. And when she rang up the dog dealer, the dog, the dog trader, <laughs> I don't know how you call it. The dogsman. Dog breeder. When she rang up the dog's breeder to like check in on how he was, she was like, dogs oh, I don't know what she asked. She probably asked like, is Waffle ready? And she doesn't talk like that. And the guy was like, the guy was like. Your sister's Austin Powers. She doesn't talk like that. She's actually like, we talk the same. And then so she says to the guy, is Waffle ready? And he's like, oh, you mean crazy Waffle. You mean crazy waffle? And she was like, uh, no, I mean just waffle. And he was like, oh, sorry. Yes, I mean just waffle, not crazy waffle. He couldn't control himself. He, he's, the dog is so crazy. He couldn't even fake like the dog yeah, is crazy. Hopefully you got a discount. No, I think that, like, so basically to the point where his name was probably like hyphen crazy waffle, but actually mm-hmm. he, he, he's, He's wild and insane. and Waffle's a bit of a spaz, you might say. No, I would never say that because that word is out of the English language. I would never say that. I would say... Treacherous question, wasn't it? He's gregarious. That's good. That's good. You have a rich vocabulary. You don't have to stoop to our level. You know what I mean? It's different. You Do can, I have you, a rich you, vocabulary? You can find the right words. I feel that about you. you. Think? Yeah. The, only, the word I say the most is matey. <laughs> Every other word is matey. Oh, is that right? Matey. I don't think you've said. Yeah. I don't think you've said matey once while we've been talking. I. It will be a follow up, matey. It will be like matey. That was fun. <laughs> Loved it. So matey is more like bestie and less like pirates. Pirate speak. Bestie, I've never said before. Actually, I don't like words that. End. You're a grown woman, for God's sake. But I find words that end ie like. Every word can end with ie when you think about it. I don't know. I actually don't listen to it. No, but you know when it sounds like it makes words sound very kitsch? Yes. And like girly, mm-hmm. panty. It makes them like kind of kitsch and a little bit like... This is my water cuppy. Yeah, see, it makes it kind of like... <laughs> makes it a little bit... <laughs> Are you good? Uncomfortable. You know, that makes me want to go and take a sort of like... Shower. These are my my druggies that I take. <laughs> oh, they look they yeah. look like hot sauce from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> That's this is this is my BBQ sauce. Is it? <laughs> no, no, no. He does love sauce. He does love sauces, but he doesn't keep them in his office. I don't think he's do you, that. Do you love sauces? Oh, I'm a big sauce guy. I love mayonnaise. I love mayonnaise. Me too. Do you? What's your favorite type of mayonnaise? Thick and gloopy and wide ass. No, but do you like a spicy? Do you do a chipotle? Oh, oh, oh. I like a, I like a plain, straight up, 
right down the middle, honest mayonnaise. Some, you know, anything else, and it becomes a sauce. It becomes an aioli. Mm-hmm. I like a pure, pure chip in a pure mayonnaise. Do you mean a chip like a British chip? That's right. Okay, all right. I like that. You know, Jason's actually visiting London in just a couple months. You know, if you have any hot spots you would like to recommend to him, you know, I I would love to to hear those as well. We. I could definitely take you out. Okay, I've got the restaurants sorted, but I I need some okay. I need some nightlife. I know a great karaoke bar. <laughs> mm, I'm thinking something a little more high octane. Are you? I think karaoke is quite high octane. No, I mean I want I want the I want the club. I need drugs. I need, he wants he wants a proper British nightlife. That's not experience. me. I need that's I need garage, me. mate. I need garage, matey. We'll have to send you. It sounds like we're going to send you to like. You've probably still got time to go to Glastonbury. That's now. Don't talk about my still, dream. I'm that's going too far. To, that's too far. I'm going to. I'll pick you up in my helicopter when Oasis reunite at Glastonbury finally, and we 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 uh, can all go. And I'm sure you have a, a some sort of deal with a welly welly company to kind of hook me up. <laughs> deal with a welly company. The Chanel wellies they fall apart, unfortunately. <laughs> the Shelleys. The Shelleys. I had a question. The yeah. uh, the 1997 Gucci thong. I've never worn one myself on principle, but you know, how does how does something like that feel to wear? It seems a bit uncomfortable. It actually is Great question. It's it's quite comfortable. It is quite comfortable. I like that this is now like I can just be your agony aunt for like clothes that you were thinking about wearing and I can just describe. It feels Agony Aunt. Agony Aunt, yeah. <laughs> it's very freeing. I would say though the the actual interlocking metal G's at the back. Yeah, the metal part. Which sit just on your coccyx would um mm-hmm. they risk getting quite hot in the sun. So that's my advice. Ah, that's a good that's good advice. That's it would good get advice. Quite hot. It's very skimpy and it is very skimpy. Mm-hmm. I did wear I wore that as like a bikini set in Ibiza earlier in the year mm-hmm. and it was um it felt extremely bare i can only describe it it's like if you have walked out of the bathroom and like your dress is tucked into your underwear you just yes. feel this sense of breeziness or if you pick something up and you've scooped up the front of your dress like as you're walking something like that like you have a sense of like air where there was mm. no air before and an unfamiliar sure, sure. feeling of of draft and air that yes. you're not used to in public exactly and you have to wear obviously lots more sunscreen because it's an area that is not you know completely bare buttocks are not <laughs> net usually um exposed yeah to the exposed to the-, to the sunshine yes um so i would say that but it you know what i think actually Looking into that piece as like a research item, I do kind of love that as a like a distillation of a moment that was really, really like Tom Ford hedonism. Mm -hmm. And when you talk to people that were going to those fashion shows at the time that were in the room, you know, time stopped. Everybody was there. It's like you had to be in that room watching Tom Ford's vision of Hollywood seduction mm-hmm. unfurl on the runway and i think like you can hear it if you watch the footage back of loads of shows it's the same with the like Johnny versace shows in the 90s you can see people like drinking the champagne and cheering you know there's tons of noise and tons of interaction and what's crazy now is that when you go to a fashion show people often don't clap at the end because they're all holding their phones to film the finale <laughs> so 
it's actually strange because in most other like performance spectacles, you know, if you go to the theatre or the ballet, you will you hear the applause at the end. There's that sense of like a culmination and a finale. Whereas in fashion, it's the silent of you know because no one can clap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, I highly recommend watching back those shows because the the Tom, the Tom Ford Gucci show, which is like the '97 show and the Autumn Winter '96 show that came just before that, was like the really seminal one, mm-hmm. and they spotlit the models yeah. in the '97 one. So it's this sense of like it's not Lynchian because that's just feels way too <laughs> like. <laughs> obvious and dry to say that but there's this sense of like really really like pure theatricality tom ford gucci is like one of the most wanted you know that's like the most wanted items right now in terms of like vintage resale and Mm -hmm. when you see the pieces on like a cut out white background it it is just like a deep purple silk shirt but it's because of the the way that the conviction behind it and the cut is obviously flawless so i love that it's it's fashion that's quite pure in its raw raunchiness gone are the days she <laughs> sold me i'm hitting the real real right now i'm i'm about to get a purple silk you should shirt do it. over for you hose. the guy's clothes was so in that show where they showed the um the g-string the interlocking logo g-string it mm. was worn by a guy and a female model mm-hmm. Which I love as well that Tom Ford showed this vision of sex that was like had that, especially all the way back then. But I, I genuinely believe that there is no limitation on what people should wear. Mm-hmm. There just isn't this idea of like wearing clothes that should conceal your body or like hold things in or anything like that is just cover the male nipple, something like that. Never, 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 never. I just don't buy into that. <laughs> I think genuinely people should wear what they want. And I love that. I might need an ayahuasca journey to unlock something in my mind to be able to start dressing like that. You might find that at Glastonbury. You could probably meet <laughs> yeah. a guy with a long, long beard and a patchwork sort of cape. A Cornish shaman? It's not in Cornwall, though. Glastonbury's in <laughs> Yeah, Cornish shaman could be cool for you, Jason. But he's come round for the festival. It's true. There are a lot of Cornish locals that go to Glastonbury. Yeah, he's come round. Julia, last question before we leave you. It seems that you have a bit of a crush on American comedian Larry David. Yes. Is that is that fair to say? It is, and to the point where... I get nervous even like thinking about it. So, so you were, you mentioned George Carlin, Larry David. You, do you have like an old, an old funny guy fetish? Do I have an old funny guy? Fetish? No, but I feel like the, they got their spotlight old. It's like Charles Bukowski. Have you guys been to Charles? Sorry, Charles Bukowski Court in Los Angeles. I've driven past it. I've driven past it. It's in like East Hollywood. It's the court Mm -hmm. where he obviously like his seminal novel, Women, is obviously set. And the court is almost like the character, the other character in the like in the novel. It's amazing. The court plays itself, baby. The court plays itself. But growing up, obviously, I'm British. I didn't know what a court was. So (laughs) it was like understanding that kind of like architectural element and going to the going to Charles Bukowski court made <laughs> things very visceral for me. And then you're like, oh I didn't know courts could be this shite. Because <laughs> I feel like you guys have real actual courts over there, you know? No, I d- no we In don't Bukowski's have real actual courts. Like a, okay. I thought I genuinely thought when I got there I was like this looks quite nice. Like this would be really expensive in London. Oh, really? This would be really expensive. But yeah, sorry, going back to your question, yes, yeah, so like Charles Bukowski, he's a very controversial figure, but I I do find there's like 
an undeniable charm. So I would just say my favorite comedians just got old. Okay. And they just became notorious in later life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's the same with a lot of women, you know, like Joan Rivers. She got better with age, you know. Now we're talking. My 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 all-time fave. As well as Chris and I on this podcast, we're having a bit of a... As well as you two. But who are your favorite, like... In the fourth quarter. Young comedians. I find, like, I don't... On mainstream channels, particularly in the UK, I wish there were more comedians to watch and listen to i feel like there's that's like where we felt the cut mm. there's there's not enough comedy on tv you know we had this great run like do you guys know nathan barley the tv show no okay you have to watch that okay i feel like you guys are much more comedic on your television shows you guys have all these round table chats and quiz shows and just panels where people are having a laugh and here it's just like having a laugh. here's just like different war footage <laughs> i'm gonna need your itv i'm gonna need your itv login if you don't mind sharing i don't have an itv login <laughs> well, i've got a blu-ray player wow i've got someone else's netflix someone else's mum's netflix login i'm sure i'm sure you do hypothetically speaking if larry david were to be canceled what do you think it would be for Oh my god, so many things. <laughs> it's limitless. How do you just how do you pick just one? I can't, Jason, don't do this to me. I can't pick what? just one. You can't pick just one. It would be like a multitude. It would be a multi-hyphenate, multitudinal, multi-faceted cancellation. The, the fishing net would go into the sea and many spoils of the sea yeah. would come out. By the way, I, right. I know we're out of time right. and I didn't even get to tell you. Is I I get I dispense some relationship advice to very close friends. Okay. And I didn't even get to tell you about this this part of myself and my life. Oh well, we'll we'll get we'll get a return visit. Don't you worry. Okay. We'll give you a full hour on that. I'm happy. I'm happy to hear that. Okay, great. That's, I can't wait. I could listen to you talk about anything with that accent. Do you think? You know what I mean, all right, Christopher. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> You're like it's like Bob Wire coursing through my eardrums. I'm suffering. I'm actually, I have you on mute. It's weird. Uh, Julia. That's a pleasure. We suffer every day. What is it for? These crowns of illusion are fooling us all. And now I am weary and I feel Can see in this morning, self. So